Hello and welcome to the Royals Investment Fund Podcast, where we meet with professors, experts, and professionals in the business and investing world. We are here to bring you insight into these success stories of individuals through their careers, investment choices, and recommendations. This podcast was specifically designed to help business students as they start their journey into the business world. I'm your host, Tony Harris. Now let's get started. Welcome to today's special episode. I will be interviewing our new Chief Investment Officer for the year 2020 to 2021. Before I do so, I would like to make a few announcements on behalf of the Royals Investment Fund. First, the date is September 10th, 2020. And today we held our first large group meeting where all the teams of the Royals Investment Fund were able to meet together. This was a great success for the Royals Investment Fund, as it has been almost half a year since we've last met in person. The room was filled with many new faces, as well as high spirits of creativity and ambition. Secondly, I am excited to announce that the Royals Investment Fund is undergoing a rebranding. I cannot leak any details at the moment, but if you follow us on our social media pages and go onto our website, you will be able to see the changes that we will be making. Now. Without further ado, I would like to introduce today's guest to our special episode. Today I will be hosting Zach Nelson, who is this year's Chief Investment Officer for the Royals Investment Fund. Zach is an ambitious senior finance and accounting student here at Bethel University. He has been highly involved in a variety of roles during his time at Bethel, both on and off campus, such as Bethel's Welcome Week, where he worked as a coordinator, Bethel Student Government, where he worked as the financial officer, and Pulse, where he worked as a finance intern. Zach just accepted a full-time position at Deloitte, where he will be working as an audit assistant. Zach will be filling us in on some of his goals for this year, as well as explaining his investment strategy. I would now like to welcome my friend, Zach Nelson, to the show. Zach, welcome to the show. Hey, Tony. Good to be here. Awesome. So... This year, you are the Chief Investment Officer for the Royals Investment Fund, and I had heard that in your original interview as a sophomore, your goal was to become the Chief Investment Officer, so congratulations on making that goal. Um, can you tell me a little bit, why, why did you want this position? Yeah, so obviously kind of a bold move coming in as a sophomore and mentioning that in the uh, interview to join the fund. Um, it was one of those things where I actually heard about the fund when I was a senior in high school and came on a tour uh, to Bethel and Professor Carter, so Amanda Carter, who now is the faculty advisor for the Royals Investment Fund. Uh, she was one of the first faculty people that I met with and uh, she said that there was this idea to create a student managed investment fund on campus and they were kind of going through the steps of how to get it set up. Uh, and that was something where I was trying to figure out where I wanted to go to school and saw that as an opportunity to really get some great hands-on experience and really just apply all of the class learning and knowledge and stuff that you get from the textbooks in a real world setting. Um, so right away, it was, you know, the, the investment fund was this thing that really drew me to Bethel uh, in in a partial way. And it obviously wasn't the whole reason that I came here. 
Um, but definitely right out of the gates, uh, knew that I wanted to, wanted to pursue that, uh, down the road. And now here I am mission accomplished. Here you are four years later, senior to senior. And now you, I mean, you got that position. That is just awesome. So now that you are the chief investment officer, can you tell me a little bit about, you know, your goals for the year and, and how do you plan on achieving them? Absolutely. So when I talk about, you know, the, the investment fund is this awesome opportunity. Um, I think like my primary focus is for all of the students that we have on the staff for the fund. I think it's really awesome to, to be dealing with real money. And so obviously wanting to create return for our investors and to, to run a successful business really um, like that's still super important. Uh, but ultimately we are doing this as an experience, uh, for, for you, for me, uh, for the rest of our leadership, for the rest of our students. And so how do we, how do we make that the best that it can be? And I genuinely think that comes from, uh, just delegating responsibility, like giving them stuff to work on, letting the creative juices flow. Um, I know you and I have talked previously about kind of where you want to see your, you know, the marketing department go this year and just the ideas that are already being generated, uh, not just in marketing, you know, talking to the, the other directors in the fund as well. Um, our portfolio manager and his research team are going to do some great things and chase after some, some new names and really um, identify those those investment opportunities. Our risk and operations team. I'm loving the the ESG ideas uh, that's coming from from Evan and his crew, because ultimately, it's it is what we make of it. And so, for all of us students to be able to kind of put our stamp on it and to say, "Hey, we want to." We want to see this happen. We want to have these new things really come into being because then as we move on from Bethel um, and go out into the real world, uh, just being that much more prepared and able to say, you know what, when I was in college, I wasn't just sitting around playing video games with my buddies, watching football on the weekends. Like, here's what I've already done um, through the Royals Investment Fund. And so, that's really what I want to see out of this year. I want to be a leader who enables those around me and sort of opens up the doors to have people step through with their incredible ideas. Cause I recognize that as great as my personal ideas may be, or my personal vision may be um, it's better when we have everybody giving their input, coming up with ideas Um because I'm, I'm limited in what I'm able to do. You know, nobody's perfect. And so being able to, to lean on my team, lean on my staff, uh, I think that's going to make this year a huge success. Um, but I do also have some personal goals. I think um, going back to the topic of ESG in particular, I think Bethel University uh, claims to be different as a school. We claim to operate by uh, Christian value set. And I think there's a great opportunity to set ourselves apart in 
the names that we invest in as an investment fund, because that's that's our primary deal is uh, researching names, investing in them, and kind of generating that return for our investors. Um, so then finding those good companies that are doing more than just generating a profit, um, that are doing more than just having that percentage return in your portfolio or the, the green number at the end of the day on the stock ticker. Um, but what does it mean to, to be Christians in the business place and to combine the desire for return, but also uh, the, the moral and the ethical standards that we should be upholding as followers of Christ, I think is also really important. Um, and then, yeah, I just get excited again about hearing everybody's ideas. Um, you know, just thinking about new names in the portfolio, logo designs, content like this podcast, like it's unbelievable what you guys are already working on. Um, and just to, to know that I get to be a part of helping make that happen. It's really cool. That's great. And it's, uh, it's very exciting for me to have you as a leader, because I think when you said it in our first leader meeting, you said, I want to be an enabler. And I think that's exactly what you're going to do. And I think you're already doing a great job of it. So awesome outline of the goals there. I appreciate that. So um, <laughs> this year in the stock market, to say the least, has been highly volatile. What is your strategy for you know, navigating and, and guiding the team in order to work with the volatility? I think this is actually a, a huge point towards uh, why just our investment strategy in general, uh, as a fundamental strategy that doesn't just focus on you know, chasing momentum in the market or trying to day trade, kind of be in and out in market timers uh, to buy low and sell high real fit or real fast or real quick. Um, that's not how we do things. And so instead we take a long-term focus. We look at just the, the bones of the company really and what are good investments in the long run. You know, we, we look at broader economic trends. We don't just look at, you know, the ups and downs and the volatility of the, the day, the last week, the last few months, um, because there's so much of sort of the psychology that gets into it um, in that short term, where you have people that freak out on a given day or get really bullish on a given day. Um, so trying to really smooth that out and again, get back to the bones of it, get back to the fundamentals. Uh, and that's where, that's where we sit. That's how we approach things. Um, talking with Josh Young, who's our portfolio manager, heading up the research team. Um, he and I have had a couple of great conversations where this is actually a perfect opportunity when there's so much volatility, when there's so much uncertainty to really, uh, to really set ourselves apart because we can kind of cut past that and get beyond the apparent uh, fluctuations and identify that long-term value. And then because of all the volatility, you still kind of time it right and get in at a good price because then you're focused on the long-term and you're not necessarily worried about the, the fluctuations on a given day. So I'm really excited to kind of see 
where things go. Obviously, we're going to have to keep a keep tabs on the economy and where things are trending in the long run. Um, but I think that there's another advantage to having a young team of dedicated, smart college students because we we are the future, and I think we have a great sense on what um, what's going to be the the long-term focus of the economy because it's going to be what we make of it eventually um so again just another reason why i think we're we're going to be able to to do some great things and set ourselves apart this year even in spite of all that volatility you mentioned absolutely absolutely there's no doubt in my mind that we will so along with this volatility comes risk and risk is arguably one of the most use terms in the Bethel finance department, as you and I have discussed before, how do you, how do you manage risk on the investment fund? I would say, uh, yeah, obviously risk. I, I think I've heard it probably a million times in every single finance class that I've taken. Um, but it's, I would say the important thing about risk is sort of the flip side of that little equation that we talk about all the time where risk equals sort of the opportunity for reward. Um, and one thing that I've actually been really interested and in, really interested in and doing a lot of reading on over the summer is the um, sort of who bears the brunt or the burden of risk. Um, and I think that there's a lot of interesting things out there when it comes to um, this term optionality, where sort of who's who's bearing the load if risk, um, you know, if you end up at any end of this given point in the spectrum when it comes to outcomes that are out there, because risk at the end of the day is just related to uncertainty. Like you don't know what's going to happen um, and nobody really does. But in spite of not knowing what's going to happen, sort of taking that approach where you already know that you're not going to know. But in spite of that, you're able to then take a look and say, okay, we know that there's this range of possibilities. We know that there's all these things that could happen and sort of playing it out, doing a little bit of a, a simulation, honestly, kind of in your, in your, in your mind um, to sit back and be like, okay, if this happens, what are we looking at? If this happens, what are we looking at? And just having a general sense of based on where we know it could go, kind of what's what's plan A, what's plan B, like how are we kind of accounting for all these different possible scenarios? Uh, and yeah, some are going to be better than others. I think if the stock market tanks, any investment fund is going to be uh, looking pretty poor. But I also think that it's not, um, it's not a losing battle. Uh, you can still, it, it, it's a relative game where as long as you're doing better than the next guy, uh, your investors are happy. And so being able to, to take that approach where you have that big picture view and understand, you know, these different opportunities and possibilities. And it takes a little more work to think about all the different ways that the future could go. Uh, but for me, it's kind of a fun thought experiment. Um, and hopefully we can, we can game plan a little bit and just have 
ha- have answers for whatever comes our way. Well said. I like that statement too, relative game, because I, I think that's a lot of, of what investing is. So, you know, this is, this is your senior year at Bethel. This is it. This is your last year. What piece of advice do you wish you could give yourself at, at any point during your time at Bethel? It could be freshman, sophomore, junior year. What, what do you wish you could go back and tell yourself? That's a great question. Um, I've actually, I've been thinking about it a lot because right now, uh, one of my classes that I'm taking this semester is our senior finance seminar. And so in that class, we talk a lot about um, Christian worldviews and there's a lot of introspection, sort of reflection that goes on uh, as we engage in some really deep class discussions. And we, I mean, we're just a couple of weeks in and we're already hitting hard at, you know, how do we make decisions? And especially given the context of Bethel when it comes to the Christian community that we try and establish here um, and the values that we uh, claim to live by, you know, what, is that, what does that mean for our decision-making and how do we actually live out our Christian worldview? So uh, looking back, uh, freshman year, sophomore year in particular, I think everybody's figuring out what this whole college thing is going to be like. Um, and I don't think anybody ever would claim to have had it figured out when they were a freshman or a sophomore. Uh, I definitely didn't. Uh, there's been a lot of personal growth that I've had over the years uh, through school, uh, through the relationships that I've developed, the experiences that I've had. And I'm thankful for it. Uh, so there's definitely things that I would have improved. Um, I would say the the one thing that's hit home for me lately is the idea of um, consistency of character. I think that there's uh, there's sort of this balance uh, between uh, so long story short at Bethel, I think that there's oftentimes a a sense of people wearing masks. Um, it's a, it's a criticism that I've heard multiple times of Bethel as a whole. And it was something that I've actually thought about for, for my own life for a couple of years now. And so there's a difference between, you know, Tony, if you and I are chatting, we're talking about one, you know, set of shared interests that we have. If I go and talk to another one of my buddies, you know, the conversation is going to look completely different because we're just, we have different relationships. Uh, but there's a difference between, you know, the Zach Nelson that shows up in my conversation with you versus conversations with other people. Like, even though we may be talking about different things, I may have, you know, different parts of my personality coming out in those conversations. At the end of the day, like the same Zach Nelson that is talking to you is going to be the same Zach Nelson uh, who goes and talks to anybody else. And so my advice to, to anybody at any stage in life, but I guess particularly for people just getting started in college or in business or whatever those new beginnings may be, um, just don't be afraid to to be yourself. Um, and that may look different in different contexts and situations, um, but you don't need to feel like you need to pretend to be someone that you aren't. You know, find that common ground. 
uh, find those shared interests. And, you know, you can, you can lean into those different parts of who you are, uh, but it's still who you are. And you can still rest easy at the end of the day, knowing that you, you know, you're just you and you don't feel like you need to, to pretend to be anything that you aren't. Um, Cause there's a lot of chasing that happens when you, when you try and do that. Uh, and I don't think it works out well for anybody in the end. Be you. I love it. So Zach, my final question I want to know about you is um, where would you like to be 30 years from now? Be 50, about 50 years old, you know, where would you like to be and what would you like to be known for? Man, 30 years down the road. Um, honestly, I have a hard time thinking about what five years down the road is going to look like for me. Um, so bear with me as I try and do my best for 30. Uh, I would say, you know, thinking about it in terms of like how old I would be. So 50 years old, um, not to expose him too much, but that's what my, that's how old my dad is right now. Um, so kind of putting myself in his shoes or thinking about myself in that stage of life. Um, obviously at that point, like I'd, I'd love to, to be a dad myself. Um, you know, have kids that are roughly college age. Um, so one thing, you know, one part of my life would obviously be, uh, sort of the idea of a family man. Um, just a, a man of God who truly loves his family um, and is living out that example that I think Christ set for us and how uh, how a godly man should be as a husband, as a father, um, as a member of his community, uh, just all these different aspects of life, just being a man of character, being a, being a light for Christ through just how I live my everyday life. Uh, so that's more on the personal side. On the professional side, I would say that obviously um, you kind of are looking at graduation right now uh, and getting into kind of the entry-level jobs, just starting out bottom of the corporate ladder. Um, but by the time I get to be about 50, I would love to to be in a position where I've kind of moved past the kind of the basics of just like having a, having a good job, being able to provide for my family, uh, kind of the, the nuts and bolts and being able to, to do something that gives back beyond just materially for, you know, whether it's providing for my family or like running a successful business, but kind of do something that goes beyond uh, just the the normal sphere of uh, of a profession. Um, one phrase that I really like to to incorporate lately is the idea of being kingdom minded. So when we talk about the the kingdom of God and how do we like yes, it's something that will come in the future, uh, but we also get to get to hopefully experience it today as well, um, even if it's an imperfect form at this point. And so with that idea of the kingdom in mind, um, how am I using my position, using the, the gifts that I have? I, I mean, there's a reason I'm a business major. Uh, I genuinely believe 
that the skills that I've been given fit very well uh, with the major that I've chosen, with the field that I'm pursuing. Uh, and so it's almost like God is, you know, giving me the underhand pitch. He's teeing up the ball for me. Um, he's like, I'm setting you up for something. And, you know, just, just you wait to see what I have in store for you to just knock it out of the park. Uh, I really like the idea of um, growing up my, my mom's side of the family is in community banking. And so there's a lot of focus on partnership and relationship and like getting to know your customer and, and making dreams turn into reality. I did a job shadow late in high school and um, it was with the chief credit officer for the community bank at that point. And he said, yeah, you know, my, my job, I'm good at it, like running the spreadsheets, doing the numbers, whatever. But the real thing that makes my job is going and doing site visits with these people that I've helped get loans to kick off their small business, to, you know, move out of their garage and find their own space to, to pursue their dream and be an entrepreneur. And when you get to go and do those site visits, you actually get to see this dream materialize and know that you've played a huge part in making that happen. And so it kind of ties into just my leadership style in general. Um, being being a maximizer, being a connector, being an enabler, where just getting to know the people around me and getting to know their dreams and their passions, and then being able to, in some way, shape, or form, help them turn that into a reality and make it happen. So there's a few ways that, that could play out in terms of, you know, specific careers. Uh, whether it's banking, whether it's, you know, financial planning, whether it's equity analysis. I mean, you could go a million ways with that general theme. Um, but I think that's definitely something that I would stick to. Um, and whatever that looks like, I guess you'll, we'll have to do this again in 30 years and find out. Love it. We'll, we'll plan on that. Well, Zach, I really appreciate the the time you spent today and, uh, You'll see this podcast rolling out pretty soon here, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to all that you have in store and all that, all that we'll accomplish as a team together this year. Yeah, thanks so much, Tony. Now, you were able to get an inside scoop as to what Zach Nelson has to offer for the investment fund this year. If you are interested in becoming an investor or learning more about what we do at the Royals Investment Fund Podcast, check out our website and follow us on social media. I'm your host, Tony Harris. And thank you for listening to the Royals Investment Fund Podcast.